bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of judgment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. The truth in the afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. So this is great. So uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, and well, you know what? I'm going to keep that to myself. I'm going to let that little surprise get out. I'm taking tomorrow off. And the reason I'm taking tomorrow off is I'm tired of y'all. Y'all driving me crazy. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I have some uh, work I have to get done for the 101.7, the truth. And so in order to get it done, I'm going to be taking a day off. And <laughs> I don't know what to call her because I don't want to get beat up, but um, the infamous Kyle Wallace and Serena B are going to be hollering at you all on tomorrow, Friday, while I take a day to actually get more work done than I would have done had I been there. That's what's unfortunate about it. But you know, what's really unfortunate is that we have a time, you just heard another crash on Villard. But today I wanna to talk about the crash that occurred yesterday morning. 40 year old pastor Aaron Strong of Grace Lutheran here in Milwaukee was killed in a crash caused by what? Another reckless driver. Eleven hundred block of West Wells, nine a.m. The driver ignored a red light at Tenth Street, 
struck a car being driven by the 40-year-old Milwaukee man. Grace Lutheran Church, 1209 North Broadway, identified the victim as Reverend Aaron Strong. Had been with the church for seven years and leaves behind a wife and two children. I'm reading from JS Online. Police say the 22-year-old was speeding. No kidding. After the collision, both cars traveled east and hit four parked cars. Strong was transported to the hospital where he later died. So now we have a 22-year-old in custody. They're going to take the case to the DA's office. And yet another person has passed away. So here's my question, and this is not to denigrate the memory of Pastor Strong, who, from what I hear and understand from people in the city, was quite a force in the city and has done some great things for not only his congregation, but for the people of Milwaukee. Will this finally be the straw that broke the camel's back and make people pay attention and make the police department do something about reckless drivers? I mean, it's cute. We towed over a hundred cars since May. Big deal. We're trying to fight reckless driving. Okay. We have street planners and engineers trying to correct it, trying to make everything look great, trying to make it palatable for just normal people, older people, younger people to drive. But somehow, That doesn't seem to work. Somehow, people keep dying in the streets of Milwaukee and nothing is done. And so my question is, and, and understand the context in which I'm asking this, not saying this to denigrate anything or anyone, but is this finally the straw that broke the camel's back? And now we'll get something done about it. Because if we do, it's too late. And now we're stuck with supporting a family. Not stuck. We're left supporting a family whose husband and dad will never be there. Whose son brother, uncle, nephew, won't come home. And we may never know the reason why the speeding took place. We'll never know why a 40-year-old man on his way somewhere decided to take that particular street on that particular day. And I know the family will struggle when people talk about it being God's will. But at some point we have to do something about it. And I hope we take the time today 
to sit back and understand that everybody's life is important. Everybody's life is worth living, regardless of who you are, regardless of what you've done. Life is precious. I think, unfortunately, what's going to happen is we're going to start to have people who now want to speak up, now want to protest, now want to scream and holler about reckless driving. But they didn't scream and holler about reckless driving as long as the wrong person died. Those are questions that need to be asked, because if our leadership decides that they want to use this as a linchpin, to do something about reckless driving, that means that all the lives before meant nothing. And so what will we do? Will it take jail? Will it take protests? Will it take fights? Will it take fines? I don't know. But what I do know is today a 40-year-old man is dead. The pastor of a church is dead. A father and a husband is dead. Mr. Mayor, city council, hey, police department, it's time. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 101.7 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. To truth in the afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Brian, you're on the new 1017 of Truth. How are you? How's it going? Um, a little frustrated, but I'm okay. A little frustrated. Right. And, uh, I mean, stopping the reckless driving is uh, something that can be done, but People just will not listen and will not do the right thing. I, I, before I tell you how they can do this, can you tell me what, what is the going rate per hour for a police officer for an eight-hour shift? What is the going rate? That I do not know offhand. Okay. When you were working, were, were you, what, $20 an hour, $30 an hour, $25 an hour? What, what was it? As a, as a police lieutenant? I was around $45, an hour. As a police okay. officer, around 20 No, when I first started, it was around 15 or so. No, 50, yeah, about 15 when I started. And now I okay, think well, starting pay is around 55 or 65 Yeah, it's about double it. Easily, easily double that. Easy. Okay, if you put uh, cops at all the strategic, the, the streets that people reckless drive, Mm -hmm. uh, we know where they are. We know the streets. We know the streets. But you never see. I'm right on one right now. I'm on Capitol near 76th Street. Wide open Capitol Street. It, it's 
so wide that people just constantly speed up here. But you know okay. what I don't see? I don't, I don't see cops. I don't see cop cars strategically located where they, think, where they can pull these people over. Well, part of the issue is they don't have enough. They don't have the manpower. Right. They, they don't have enough people now, to do that do and have, take care of calls and take care of prisoners and take care of office and take care of booking the, the, and detectives. Like it, it takes a lot. Yeah, well, we need to re. Why not? Why not use some of the cars? I mean, they got droves and droves of cars. You can put cars strategically at any one of these beginning of these intersections to the end of these intersections or in the middle of these intersections. Right. And just the fact that the cars there will slow people down. And but then they're when not people even slow doing down, that. It doesn't take. But when people slow down and they see the car and they know it's there, they're going to simply notice that there's nobody in the car. And then it's going to get back to I speed. Heard that That'll take about a bit. It's not an argument. That's what happens. Like I'm telling you from experience, that's what happens. So other than that, what can we do? Why not? Do we have police aides that don't have to do all this kind of stuff? Do we have police aides we can assign to these cars? Nope. Police aides can't do traffic. Well, put it this way. Police aides can't do cheap, traffic. Here's the cheap way then. Here's the cheap way then. Okay. How about cameras that actually take speed and high-def pictures instead of these stupid cameras, dumb cameras, that take foggy, uh, uh, old technology-type pictures? We need up-to-date pictures of these people's license mm-hmm. plates, and then we mm-hmm. mail them $1,000 checks in the mail or have a detective go over there and deliver the $1,000 check to their house. So I mean, what do I do? fine to their house. So what do I do when I get the car back and find out that it's stolen or it doesn't belong to the person or the plates were changed? And so I've issued all these tickets and jammed up a person's credit, life, everything, because now they've been found guilty of something they didn't do. And I've got to go back in court and waste more money to unmess up that. You make a good point, but... Well, well, you say you say, but but when I get a thousand dollar ticket at home for something I didn't do, and then I go to court or I forget about it because it wasn't me, and then my registration and my driver's license gets suspended for something I didn't do, and then I get a ticket on top of that for operating after suspension, and then I got to go to court and take care of two cases, one of which ain't even mine. Yeah, that's that. That's probably what some. Most of these people do own these cars for the most part. It's not mm. somebody uh, stealing the car for for the most part. These these are everyday walks of life people. Not just the young folks doing this crazy crap, but it's like every. It's like people are under some type of spell. That they're they're either into, uh, they're either speeding on a jackrabbit every time they take right. off from a light. Right. I'm looking Correct. at this. I'm looking mm-hmm. at this. It's not just. Just everybody. It's a lot. I'm not gonna say everybody because I don't need to do it. But majority of people are just doing it for no reason. Just do it. I don't know. Maybe it's something in the music, or maybe it's something in their cell phone or something. But there's a massive, by massive scale, there's a spell going on in this community for our, our folks. Period. Period. Right. Point blank. That's and true. We need to. We need to uh, try some of these techniques 
I mean, even if you just do one street at a time, I mean, do Fondulac, saturate Fondulac for a week. Then right. go to Capitol. Saturate didn't take too much manpower to do that. I mean, I mean, you got to start somewhere. You got to do something sometime because this is just beyond ridiculous. I mean, it's just totally. So how do you I feel mean, about people, people getting fined? Well, but are you are you willing get, to put up well, with are you are you willing to put up with young black males and just young people in the neighborhood going to jail for speeding? I tell you what you do. No, you no. Answer, answer my question. Are you are you willing to do that? Yeah, I'm really willing to do it. Okay. Yeah, I'm willing to do it because it's it's. I mean, they just blatantly. I mean, I was changing a tire for for a neighbor of mine, and the people just speeding down the one way like it's nothing. Right. I mean, you know, you're gonna have to come to a stop sign in a one way. <laughs> I mean, why would you speed when you see somebody clearly see somebody? 200 yards away that's going to be in your roadway and the speed limit right there is 25 miles an hour. Should be 15. But you want to do 60 miles an hour down a one-way thin road. I mean, I hate this. My people are just effing retarded when it comes to driving, period. I mean, it's so frustrating. Okay. And this is to a stop sign. This is to a stop sign. you got to start somewhere. Just do it... uh, uh, you know, one road, one one roadway at a time, and just do it weekly. I mean, that would at least put a dent in it. But to just do nothing, and luckily, to, and just tow people cars in the middle of the night, man, that, now that right there is egregious because the cars aren't doing the cars don't run over people. People run over people with the cars, so don't but always blame we, the car. But one thing we have to do is make sure that that we stop the person from doing it by taking away the tool that they're using. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate it. Um, I think that's about all we can do. 833-212-1017 is the number. Melody, you're on the new 1017, The Truth. Hello, Melody. 2019. Hi, sir. Hi. July 4th, I'm good. Good. Thank you for asking. July 4th, 2019. My car was strong armed. A family member had it and it was taken from her. I went to the police station as the owner the next day with the family member. We went there and I said, please, no bolo. I said, I don't want to chase. I don't want an officer hurt. I don't want who stole the car hurt. I don't want an innocent hurt. And, you know, I thought to myself, am I going to be, is it going to be precarious with the insurance company? And they were receptive to that. So I waited to hear about my car, and then I got a call uh, that someone had seen. They said, the boys are driving the Buick. You know I'm old, because only old people have Buicks. It was a pretty new Buick, only a couple years old. The boys are driving the Buick crazy. So I said, okay. So I was going to go, and it was in the Capitol Ring area down there by the kiddie pools and everything. So what I said, I said, okay, I'm going to go down there and look for my car. And I called the police station. I said, if I find it and right. it's parked, I'm going to slice it. I'm going to slice the side of the tires to make it disabled. Because if you just do the bottom of the tires, they can still drive away. So what I did is the first day I was driving around because there was no bolo on it. Then I'd see the officers who were patrolling the area on the bikes and also in the vehicles. I said, here, 
if you see this plate, there's not a bolo, but it is stolen. And they said, well, you better be careful because I had a, a sports car. And I said, yeah, you're right. So the next day when I came down, I used my uh, a family member's truck. And I did find my, my vehicle. It was the hottest day of 2019. It was by that kitty park over there by Ring and off of Capitol where just the sprinklers are. And when it's parked. So I put my truck in, in park and I was going to go slice the tires, but two kids were in the back seat. I look over my shoulder and coming from the kitty parks was two other kids and they were dangling my keys. And so I figured, well, okay, now get back in the truck. And I called 911. It was busy. So I stood there and I watched the car drive away. Okay. And I wasn't going to chase because I'm responsible. I'm not going to chase. I'm not going to bring a gun because I don't shoot well enough in a residential area. I don't want to. I took. The, I thought it was, you know, responsible. So I watched my car drive away. The squad car came. They were very nice and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so they said, I said, there's no bolo, but here's the plate. Okay. Uh, fast forward. I get a call on August 1st, 2019. Your car's on channel 12. I said, what? You're trying uh, what had happened is that there was no bolo. The kid was driving it, and he went through a red light. And that's when the officer saw it, ran the plate, and said, it is stolen. They chased it. And the kid went through another red light. And it was and on TV, it was blown up. The car blew up. But the innocent person coming the other way, just like your pastor, he was a 19-year-old young man. He was killed instantly. Okay. The 19-year-old individual who stole the car, you know, he he stated that the reason why he jacked the car is because it was he was tired of walking and he wanted to meet women. So the moral of the story is that 19 innocent was killed and a 19-year-old boy who took a drastic measure for those two reasons are probably is in jail for a long time. And subsequently, my insurance rate went up and it just left a bad taste in my mouth. I retired. So, quite frankly, I said, I'm done. I'm done. And I take the Milwaukee County Transit and or family members pick me up or friends if they want to go somewhere. And I'm just done. And okay. uh, it, it was a tragedy and it broke my heart. But I do agree. Mm-hmm. I think the theory at a toll booth, I mean, you can't get away with it going through a toll without someone catching you. I would support the aspect of having cameras in those critical areas. And you're right. There could be some. A question as to, well, someone took the plate, so on and so forth. Here's the ticket. We saw you go on a blink. Here's the speed. Here's the plate. Well, I'm sorry this happened. You know, I, I, I'm certainly not guilty of that. Okay, fine. Did you report the car stolen? You know, I think that that would be a good step towards that, uh, at least capturing and at least punitive damage monetarily on the owners of those vehicles. And if it's well, not them, then they... But is- but I yes. don't think that's fair for if someone steals my car to make me responsible. The whole point of having a driver's no, license, the whole point of having a driver's license is to make the person driving the car responsible. So I don't know if that's going to necessarily fly. So, but thank you for uh, calling. We got to go to break. And I just want to say maybe one of the things that we would have done in the future is actually put the bolo out so that they would know 
and tell them, don't chase. And they could have watched the car, waited for it to stop, waited for it to park, and then pull the squad car up and stop the people who are stealing your car. Just something to think about. Just something to look at. Hey, I have an important message, so make sure you listen in. Elections are coming up in Wisconsin, so this is our opportunity to make our voices heard. Our friends at AARP created a comprehensive election guide where you can find up-to-date information about how to register, the rules for early voting, key deadlines, and much more. Visit aarp.org forward slash WIVotes to get all the information you need to cast your ballot. Your vote is important because it can change the future for you change the future for your family and our community. So stay informed, make sure your voice is heard. For the latest voting information, visit aarp.org forward slash WI votes. That's aarp.org forward slash WI votes. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. is the number. So, talking text line says, <laughs> as I was reading from JS Online, you pay for that subscription. That's Benton. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, 808s and Heartbreak said, at least they caught the blankety blank this time. So, yeah, they did. Big Brother E said, I got the solution for Milwaukee's problem. Take a nuclear bomb and blow everything up and start from scratch. Mental illness. Dr. Harris, after that long speech, he said, give him a hug. So before the break, we were talking about, um, in my open, the death of Pastor Aaron Strong from uh, Grace Lutheran. And I, 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 I touched on it because it's a microcosm of the issue of speeding and reckless driving that we have in the city of Milwaukee. So how are we going to change that? How are we going to fix that? Unfortunately, I think we'll take attention to the place with us. We'll, we'll make ourselves understand and recognize how bad it is. Unfortunately, it had to take somebody that was not from the neighborhood and not from from um, our community to help change that. Now, we don't know the race of the person that hit him, but it doesn't matter if you're black, white, Hispanic, or Asian. Somebody died. Historically, for me, the only time change starts to occur is when somebody that the majority cares for is hurt. And that's un that's unfair to the person who's hurt or killed. And it's unfortunate 
for the people prior to that person who were hurt or killed. It's as if their lives and their injuries mean nothing. The right person here to do, you know, it, 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 it only takes for one person to get carjacked before we do something about it. It only takes one person to get robbed who happens to be a certain person, be they a celebrity, be they important, a, com a community leader, the CEO of a company, then all of a sudden things change. And I think with this one, we've hit our limit where things are going to start to change. 833-212-1017 is the number. Dr. Ken, if they fix shared revenue and allow Milwaukee to increase its sales tax and property tax, do you think that will fix some of the problems that we're having in this city? Thank you. Well, if you want to overtax the people that are already overtaxed, the middle class and the upper middle class will, lose, you know, they'll struggle a bit paycheck to paycheck, but by and large, they'll pay it. They'll be able to pay for a higher sales tax. You know, there's a law in the state of Wisconsin where local governments can't impose any type of sales tax or use tax unless it goes through the state legislature. The problem with that, and the good thing about that, is that you don't have to pay more, right? But I think if they just give us back our shared revenue, our shared revenue over the years has been flat. And every year, it goes up and up and up and up and up, the surplus that the state has. Now, the problem with that is that depending on who's in office, Republicans say give it back to the people, but if you give it back, it's not gonna, up, it's not gonna amount to that much. The amount of taxpayers we have in the state of Wisconsin. You know, we're talking, what, $150, $200, $300, maybe? I don't know, because I don't know the exact amount. I do know that the gap between what they've been giving back in shared revenue, which has been around 8 9%, versus the billions of dollars that we have in surplus, there's a problem. And the only time Evers wants to spend money is for education as if nothing else matters in the state of Wisconsin. Using ARP money to pay for things that should be paid for out of tax money so that they can be ongoing. So if you use ARP money and it runs out, then what? You can't use ARP money for Medicare, Medicaid, for, for our version of it, Badger Care, because the money's gonna run out, and then what? And so we're left holding the bag as usual. We're left standing here looking all, you know, What's the word I'm looking for? Wise and otherwise with nothing to show for it. Sandra, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you? I am fine. How are you today, Dr. Ken? I'm good. Okay. Well, I was listening to you. Uh, you were speaking about the accident and stuff. Now, my comment is this. Now, we talked about the city, and especially the, like, where I am in the central heart of the city, um, how horrible, you know, it looks. And I always thought, to me, it seemed like if you can get things fixed up, that people have a better attitude about it. But um, my point, what I want to really say is, like, um, I remember, like, before the police started rechasing, uh, they had stopped chasing. And so two police got killed on um, Sherman and uh, Burleigh. 
And after those two, two policemen got killed, they stopped chasing again. So then I looked it up and I saw where they started back in 2017. So I think something, you know, I, I don't want to say something drastic had to happen because we just, what I hear is no money for the city. It's no money to pay for this, no money to pay for that. And right. I'm almost sure they outsourced a lot of jobs, which they save money at that end. And uh, um, But they really so, didn't. Okay, now you're piping. They didn't? They really didn't. They didn't save money at the end when they outsourced jobs? What what jobs did they outsource? I'm talking about city jobs. What jobs did they outsource? Okay, maybe just, uh, municipal, just stuff like that. You know, Like what? Garbageman jobs, stuff like that. No, those are, all, those are city jobs. Yeah, I was just thinking that they privatized. And I won't say, well, privatized. But they didn't. Some of the But jobs. they didn't. But they didn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, because I'm trying to see where, as where they say money, that there's no money for the city because, as always, we don't have the money for this. And they know we need some type of money to, to um, combat the problems we have. So we're never going to get to the end. What I think we need is we need a CEO. We need a CEO that can come down one. here. We have one. Who it's is called the, the mayor? Who are you talking the about? Mayor. Uh, Cavalier? The mayor. Yes. Well, he was just on, he was just on TV. He's pulling cars in. He's he's doing what he can do. I think right now no. he's riding the fence. He's riding the fence. Cause why I would you ride the fence about? Why would you ride the fence about something? Why would you ride the fence? Somebody's about over his that back. You know needs to be. Who? Somebody's who, over who, that who man. Who Explain Somebody to me who is over that his back. Be. He can't. Who I'm is gonna it? Tell you, he can't who make it look it, too good for the Central City. Look, listen, he can't make it look too good for the. Central he never city. made it look good he's for the Central City. The so what are you here. saying? But he's never done that. Well, it's look, not like he has a history of crime. doing it. You got to whip up the crime. Milwaukee's bad. Come on, bring the uh, uh, the National Guard. Bring the police. Uh, put more police. Put more surveillance. National Guard can't look, do law I live enforcement. In the city. I lived in this city all my life. I'm 73. Okay. I watched hospitals leave. Children's hospitals was right there on Wisconsin Avenue. I watched St. Michael's leave. Now St. Joseph's trying to leave. Now they're folding up a uh, police station. And uh, uh, now another one is going. They're when has the police station? Wait, 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 Sandra, Sandra, police stations aren't closing. Yes, go ahead. Where are the police stations that are closing? Huh? Where are the police stations that are closing? I, I said, what, 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 I won't say the stations that's closed. I'm saying, okay, we were talking the other day, and you said that the police, uh, well, they retire and they're not replacing them or they haven't replaced them or whatever right, that is. Right. Okay. okay. So now you got the shortage. And I told you one while I saw seven, eight of them on one person out here. Now all of a sudden I don't see none. They disappeared all of a sudden. Oh, they're complaining about us police. Now we're going to slow down. That's why I say I know in my heart it's a slowdown. I think and you're I making an assumption doing, about that, but do you have any evidence that that's exactly what's happening? I don't need no evidence. I saw okay. this city. I saw the administration right. rot the city out. I saw every last bit of it, yes, and ma'am. that's pathetic. Okay, I don't know you don't want to hear that, but I'm going to speak up because I— I didn't say it. I didn't want to hear it. I'm letting had, you talk. We had ice skating rinks. We had parks. Right. We right. had so much down in here, and now they're trying to even with the even with the parks, they're trying to sell it to uh, 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 brokers and stuff, uh, corporations and stuff. Come on, a lot of stuff is going on in this city, but don't keep blaming black people. That's the people that's got a check coming in. 
Don't have to live in the city. Get on expressway, fly back out. All right. Thank you much. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Now, how do you how do you argue with an elder who's made up her mind based on incidental information or anecdotal information that what she believes is right is right? So we need to go back and check to see if the city has, in fact, outsourced any of those positions. Has the city outsourced anything as it relates to service? And then we'll see if she's right or wrong. I think in the end, the city doesn't have enough money because the state doesn't allow it to raise taxes. And if we raise more taxes in the city of Milwaukee, we won't have to worry about inflation. We'll tax ourselves out of the city. And the city will go by way of Detroit. If you do that, I think you can promise it. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. We got some silly stuff on talking text line. We need a new idea of positive witchcraft theory. <laughs> you know, bottom line is this. Bottom line is that we need to understand that there needs to be drastic change in this city. Drastic change in our leadership. Drastic change in the state and if we don't do it if we don't speak up we're destined to failure and it's unfortunate because we can change it if we want to we just always are oh we feel so bad you know their job they've been in office for so long and well that's too bad i'm telling you the one thing out of this term limits if we had term limits, none of these issues would matter. But that's not what we do. I would term limit everybody. But that's just me. I would term limit everybody in office, city council, mayor, State Assembly, State Senate, Governor, Lieutenant Governor, everybody. I would term limit them just like we do the president. And I would even consider flipping the House and the Senate and the legislature and give everybody four years. I would do it sort of the way parliament does in England. Everybody gets elected. And then when you're elected, everybody sits down and gets with their constituency and whoever has the largest constituency runs the parliament 
You're the majority party of the parliament. Uh, we decided this week we're going to do the DZ party. And everybody that backs this DZ party, if you win, DZ becomes the prime minister. And we do that. And that person would then become the common council president, right? And then we roll like that. This person will become the... Um, I'm trying to think of a position you would use for the state legislature where this person would be in charge of both houses. And then that's it. And we're done. And all this rigmarole and people fighting and wanting to be liberal and conservative, that's fine. But wanting to be Republican and Democrat, that's gone. So we can get rid of this gap and people arguing for absolute you're not a Democrat unless you, you're not a Republican unless you, well, let's get rid of all of you. And everything will be bipartisan. And if you want to lean left and people want to lean right, they get rid of you. If you lean right and people want you to lean left, they get rid of you and replace you. But now every individual has to run on their own accord with your own voice. And you get to speak for yourself. There's no party behind you. If you can't raise the money, you can't win. If you don't have the money, you can't win. And that's another thing. Whether you're rich or not, if you get in, if you're rich, you're still term limited. So it won't matter if you have a billion dollars or one dollar. You're term limited. That way you can stop complaining. About people in the U.S., House of Representatives, Gwen Moore, you can stop complaining about people in the U.S. Senate, Ron Johnson, Tammy Balt, it don't matter who it is, Robin Voss in the state, you just stop complaining because when you're done, you just vote them out and or just flip so that this year Republicans are in charge, next year Democrats get it or whatever, four years. Every four years, it flips. You don't have to worry about gerrymandering. You don't have to worry about people living in a certain place, voting in a certain way. All that's gone. But we won't do it because each party wants their power. And each party talks a good game. They just don't walk a good one. And that's unfortunate because we have an opportunity coming up in a couple weeks to make a significant difference. And if you think voting just Republican is gonna make a difference, you're wrong. And if you think voting just Democrat will make a difference, you're wrong again. Because the city of Milwaukee is nonpartisan and they lean liberal. And that means you have to pay attention to what they say and what they do. You have to pay attention. Because if you don't, you're going to lose the city. And they'll smile and they'll pretend and they'll tell you anything you want to hear and they'll continue to blame it on shared revenue instead of just making the city bigger and making the pie bigger. Bring more business into the inner city. But we won't do that. And in the end, we'll be left with nothing.
Your thoughts. 833-212-1017 is the number. Pastor killed. Person killed last night on Villard. Reckless driving. Drugs. Crime. It's time. To move positively into next year. We've got time to do it. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. When we come back, top five at five coming up. You're listening to the new 1017 The Truth.